Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And now, ladies and gentlemen, this is Learn to Kick Fear with Love. Take action. Learn how internet marketers, real estate investors, and other entrepreneurs are overcoming their fears and making it happen and being successful. You know she's got the 411. It's time to kick those fears to the curb with love right now. Right now. Right now. Well, hello, hello, everyone. How are you? And welcome again to another episode of Learn to Kick Fear to the Curb. I'm your host with Lo Leland, a.k.a. Lo. Thank you, thank you so much for tuning in. Got a really, really exciting guest um, that's going to be on the call today. Before I bring uh, Jimmy on, I want to tell you a little bit about him. His name is Jimmy Burgess, and he is the author of the book, What Just Happened? How to Bounce Back in Life So You Can Do More, Have More, and Be More. He has enjoyed his share of business success. His business success has included uh, founding and building three different companies that have achieved revenues in excess of a million dollars. However, like most people, he has faced extremely adversity financially, physically, and uh, rationally along the way. Bouncing back from these adversities led him to write his book, What Just Happened. In the book, he revealed the seven steps he uncovered that he used and that others have used throughout history to turn stumbling blocks into stepping stones. Jimmy is an entrepreneur, author, speaker, coach, encourager, and internal optimist. He says his greatest accomplishments include being married to his beautiful wife, Tasha, for 16 years and their three kids, including teenage daughters, Libby and Logan, as well as their six-year-old son, Fisher. And without any delay, I'd like to welcome and introduce Jimmy. Jimmy, you there? I am. Thanks, Lo, for having me. Oh, great. Can you hear me? Thank you so much. Yes, I can hear you. Thank you so right. much for taking the thank you for taking the time to, to be on uh be on, on the call here and allowing me to interview you and just kind of sharing, you know, your story and, and things that you've overcome and, and just some exciting things that you're doing presently in your life and in your mm. business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to share with you and uh I uh, just really appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. Well, let's dig in. Um, first question, your book is your story of overcoming life struggles. Take us back to where everything began to change for you. 
Well, let me, I was like a lot of people. I think that uh, you know, I was in a job that uh, I was making a living and uh, but not making a life, if that makes sense at all. And uh, oh, yeah. I uh, got to a point where I just, uh, I finally, I, I was waiting on a raise that just didn't come, and I just got to a point where I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And so um, I knew that. If things were going to change, I was going to have to change, and so that's what I began to do. I began to uh, just really uh, try to identify what it was that I had a passion for, and uh, and I realized that it was uh, helping other people, and so I began to uh, just start to think about what I could do that could help other people. And uh, like you, I was in a, uh, I was actually a commercial lender um, with real estate, and. Uh, I uh, had a lot of contacts in that business, and as I began to ask them what it was they were looking for as far as any kind of opportunities, they began to tell me. And um, uh, once I finally left that position at the bank within um, a year, my annual salary at the bank became my biweekly uh, or my monthly salary, average income. And then within two years, it was my average biweekly income. And what happens sometimes is when that money comes in so fast, it's hard to understand what's really going on. And um, I kind of lost. I, I lost I, my identity. Um, I became someone that I really wasn't. Um, I began to let my ego and my pride take over, and uh, there's always a but. And after bad decision after bad decision, I ended up, uh, when the market crashed, I crashed. And I uh, ended up in wow. uh, I'm going bankrupt. And it just really – it was a situation where there was so much shame low that I just didn't – I didn't know um, – what it was that uh, how to get out of it, and I just I've wallowed in it for so long that finally uh, Les Brown, motivational speaker, great big booming voice. I was listening to something from him about three or four months before the actual bankruptcy was going to happen, and um, and I just was just in such a depressed state. I was sitting in my office, and you know how when those when you're feeling that way, I just I couldn't I couldn't even get a full deep breath. The weight of the pressure was so heavy on me. And uh, yeah. I just remember, I said, I've got to get out of this, you know. And so I'm listening to Les Brown, and he says, your struggle has not come to stay, it's come to pass. And it was like it pierced my soul. And uh, all okay. of a sudden I said, you know what, I've got to make a change here. And uh, so I began to get focused back on helping other people and what other people needed and wanted. And when I did that, all of a sudden I moved off of my heels and reacting to life to uh, moving to my toes where I was making life react to me. And things changed real quickly. When we came through the bankruptcy within a year, we were able to grow a company that I didn't know anything about this industry prior to this. Um, with the, I just learned about it about three months before I ended up going into bankruptcy that just bounced us back financially within a year. Um, but what was interesting, it wasn't just the financial um, it was really that was the mi- minor thing that that happened in my life and that bounced back. All of a sudden, I looked around and my relationship, with my wife and my kids was better than it ever had been. All of a sudden, I looked around and uh, my relationship with other people was better. Physically, now at 43, I'm in better shape than I was at 23. So, it was just a the bouncing back part really led me to. Uh, I had people ask me, "Now, what are you doing?" You know, and so I helped a few of them and. They began to see things, and all of a sudden, you've got to write this down. And next thing you know, I've got this book, and it's uh, it's exciting to see my mess become my message. Uh, so awesome. thanks for giving me the opportunity to share about it. Sure, absolutely. Now, you, you mentioned about financial loss and, and comeback. Mm-hmm. Tell us more about how the financial strain affected your marriage and other relationships. 
Well, it, it, it's it, here's the thing is, is it's not just your marriage. Also, it's your health. What I found is, is you know, the, a lot of people don't realize, but the opposite of of being at ease is disease. And I faced a, a struggle <laughs> health wise that because you know when you're in a struggle, no matter what it is, the last thing you are is at ease. And so I yes. faced that health struggle. My relationship. I was I've been very blessed that I married way up above um probably where I should should have been to start with and my wife is tremendous and um she stuck with me through some things that um that uh that just really strengthened our relationship and I remember it wasn't that our marriage was ever you know in jeopardy because we were very committed to each other but I could see that decisions I was making was hardening our heart towards me you know and could be leading yes. in a bad direction and we weren't where we should be and so Coming through that though, it's kind of like um, when you go through something. If you if you are able to persevere, you come out stronger on the other side. And our marriage is better than it ever has been now. And uh, and I'm just very thankful that uh, that now, coming through everything, that I realize that I can share with other people that it you don't have to stay in the struggle you're in. There are steps right. and ways to come out of it. That's awesome. Now, I do want you to share a few practical and actionable tips on what to do to start the process of bouncing back. But before you do that, because um, my show is, 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 is the, the core of it is dealing with fear. What sure. fears did you, and anxieties did, did you have to overcome uh, to even bounce back yourself? And then share some uh, practical and actionable tips. Well, you know, I the fears that I faced were a lot of times were um my worry was worse than the actual outcome even when the outcome happened, if that makes sense. Um oh, yeah. I was, you know, I was I was so afraid of of uh of financially, you know, taking a situation that should have blessed us and set us up for life and just throwing it away. And it's basically what ended up happening and having to start over. And now what I found is is that, that fear um it just paralyzed me. Um it literally kept me for two and a half years where all I did was I would wake up and I would just be concerned and worried about things and I would just freeze. I wouldn't take any action and you know and um I know that you know you believe in action. I believe in action and uh Absolutely. just that fear that fear paralyzed me. Um, and so what I had to do is, is I've come to a, I've come to a point now that I wish I would have known this then, is that I've come to the conclusion that growth and comfort, that they just can't coexist. It's just it's not possible. So what I've yes. had to do is get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so if I don't have a little bit of fear with what I'm doing, I really need to reevaluate things because when I've got a little fear is when I'm growing. Um, when I'm just comfortable. Typically, you know, you, you're you're never sitting still. You're either going forward or backwards. So, I think yes. the biggest tip that I would have as far as the fear, and this is what I did. I even did it this morning, is that I think you have to switch from a life of fear to a life of gratitude. Um, I, yes. I start out, and I still do it every day. I wake up, and when my left foot hits the ground, I say thank, and when my right foot hits the ground, I say you, and I. I start every day, I, I think of five to ten things that I'm thankful for, and I concentrate on those things. And all of a sudden, I, I, my day starts off being thankful. It starts off in a place of gratitude, whereas when I was in the middle of my struggle at that time, especially you know at the worst of it, I would wake up, and the first thing I would think about and concentrate on 
was whatever it was that I was worried about. And I believe that everything that we think about, it expands, uh, and it becomes more conscious. And so uh, that's what I would do is I'd start your day off from a place of gratitude. At my worst place, I actually listed out 40 things that I was thankful for. And every morning for 40 days, I, li- I, I would get up and I would read those 40 things. And, and it would start my day off. I was thankful for my health. I was thankful for my family. Yes. I was thankful for the opportunities that I had um, and the, the, the wisdom that I was learning on a daily basis. I was thankful that I wasn't, wasn't where I was supposed to be going, but I wasn't where I was yesterday. And so yes. I think the key to get past fear is to begin to realize how lucky and blessed you are and concentrate on those things. And all of a sudden you'll start realizing other things that you're, you have around you that you can be thankful for. Absolutely. I feel like I need to say amen with a tambourine or something uh, after that. <laughs> that is so, so true. Isn't it so true, though, Lo? That yeah, we have so much yeah. to be thankful for, yeah. and we just overlook yeah. it on a daily basis. Yeah. Daily basis. Even on our worst days, we oh. have so much to be grateful oh. and thankful for, and I, I can definitely relate to, to what you're sharing. And uh, appreciate it so much. Um, next question here. What would you say is the single most destructive thing most people do that keeps them from bouncing back quickly from, from adversity or, or failure or, or whatever? Wow, it's a great question. And for me, what I found is is that the same people that got me into, that were around when I moved and went into the struggle, are typically not the ones that are going to get me out of it. In other words, I, I I love what Jim Rohn says, where he says that we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. Um, yes. I'll give you an example. It's not that you need to desert your friends, but but sometimes we need to add new people to get new experiences. Um, yes. I, I, here's a perfect example. When I was in the middle of what I was going through, I uh, I finally humbled myself, and I found a man it was a little older than me that I knew had been through a financial struggle but had come through it um, and had come through it with his marriage intact. He had come through it um, and was thriving again instead of just surviving. And I went to him, and I just told myself, and I said, um, i got to tell you, I'm, I'm struggling, and uh, I, I'd like, just like to spend some time with you you know, as a mentor and let you help me go through this. Because though I, I think sometimes we have to see before we can be, and I had to see his example before I could be it. Um, and yes. uh, so I just think you've got to get people around you that are going to lift you up instead of tear you down. And it's hard yes. to do sometimes. They're painful decisions to make. But, wow, when you're around people that are doing more um, in their life, that they're being more active, that they're, um, they're, you can just tell there's something different about them, when you spend time with them, people are contagious. <laughs> yes. So if you're around a bunch of people that are always complaining – they're going to find – chances are you're going to realize you've got some stuff you can complain about too. But if you're around people that are like, wow, what can I do next? How can I help – who can I help? Who can I help get somewhere they're trying to get? And all of a sudden, you begin to start thinking like that also. So the biggest thing that holds us back is that we try to think that the same things we're doing and the same people we're around that got us in the mess are going to be the ones that get us out, and they're just not. Yes. Well, that's good. Very good. Now, in, in in your book, you discuss habits and characteristics that most high achievers all have in common. Can you share a few of those? Sure. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what I found, and and is that uh, most high achievers 
they they control their day by controlling their morning. Um, you know, I just mentioned a little bit ago about waking up in the way that I wake up, and I begin my day with thankfulness. And uh, in the book, I talk about that really there's really three platforms in our life. Of course, there's our spiritual life, um, you know, that we're spiritual beings. And so I try to start my day each morning um, with uh, with something spiritual, something that grows me physically, um, which is what carries out what we're doing. It's the physical part of whatever is inside us and whatever comes to our mind, which is another part, and where our thoughts come you know the physical part i try to do something physical to get stronger every day to get in better shape and then mentally i try to listen to things like uh you know motivational tapes or something along those lines something that gives me inspiration you know something that really just uh begins to get my mind working in a positive way i listen to to, to shows like yours i mean the interview you had with willie crawford last week tremendous i mean how you start your day off listening to something like that how do you not come out excited about the day um so what i found is is that yeah i found that every day if you can control your morning and you can you can get control of that morning the rest of the day will set itself in line now there's going to be issues but at least you've got a foundation that you can build from in the mornings yes uh very good now a lot of times we can't move forward until we accept our past what can we do (laughs) Heal the old wounds yeah. that are holding us back, you know, from moving forward. You, you know what I found is is the best way to heal wounds, and if you've been in a struggle, is to find someone that is either going through the same thing now, or has just been work. You can see is heading into that situation, and to just try to help them out. Um, the biggest way is is that if you're going to heal an old wound, is to help somebody else get through the wound that you've got. Um, and I had to do this when I wasn't all the way through. Here's the thing is, is I'll give an example, a real life example in business um, is that, you know, when you go through a struggle and I'll tell you, anybody that's been in business, you have ups and downs. There are ups and downs. Some are more, yeah. you know, are, are, are bigger and, and some are smaller. But a lot of times we're all suffering at the, with the same things at different times. So for me, right now, for instance, I have a I have a um, guy that I've been working with that is is working through some of the same things that I went through. It's very um, it it heals my wound to know that he's not going to have to step in all the same potholes I did. And uh, I, you know, you, I, I'll give you an ex- another example. If you've been through a divorce. And you have someone that's around that you can see that's really struggling, and you remember that part of the struggle, even if you're not through it, but you're just two steps ahead of them, if you would encourage them and say, listen, I've been right where you are, and I'm just going to tell you, you don't even know it right now, but this too shall pass. And by doing that and helping others, when you help others, you don't even realize it, but that's the best thing you can do to help yourself. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Now, I know we have discussed different steps in the bounce back process, but where does the bounce back process start? It, it It's just like any other recovery process, any type of restoration. It all starts with admitting where you've made mistakes and taking responsibility. Quit blaming other people. Start realizing that uh, – I remember when I was in the middle of my struggle, I was – uh, financially, I was blaming partners. I was blaming the economy. I blamed um, people that I had issues with. In reality, when I looked at it, I was the one that allowed and took on those partners 
and put them in a position where they could harm me. I was the one that when the economy began to change, I felt bulletproof and didn't hedge. When when I had my health issue, I was mad at the doctors for not being able to heal me, but I wasn't taking care of myself. I think that what we first thing you got to do is is understand and take responsibility for your actions. So then instead of quitting and keeping on blaming other people, all of a sudden you can learn from the mistakes because we're all going to make mistakes. Understand yes. and learn from the mistakes we make so that we don't make the same ones again. Because for two and a half years, I woke up every day and I made the same mistake day after day after day. And when I finally said, you know what? What I'm doing is not working, and I began to evaluate myself and understand what I had been doing and began to change those things, that's when things began to change for me. Awesome. Wow, that's awesome. Now, what, what would you say to the listeners, those listeners right now that, that are listening, um, that may be in the middle of a struggle, what, what mm-hmm. would you share with them? Well, I would share this. I would share the same thing that Les Brown said to me, and that's this. Your your struggle has not come to stay; it's come to pass. This too yeah. shall pass, and the, the 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 amount of time that it's going to take you to come through this is is really dependent in a lot of ways on yourself. Now there are situations, and there are relationships and things that we don't have control over, things that happen to us. But what I want to do is I want to concentrate on the things that we do have control over. You mentioned it earlier. Here's where I finally one day I drew a line in the sand, and I said, you know what? There isn't anything I can do today to change my past. There's not a thing we can do that can change anything that's happened to this point. But I'm not going to let my past control my future. And so I took a day and I said, okay, I'm going to have one day. I'm going to give myself complete an opportunity to just waller in my my misery. I'm going to give myself a a day to grieve over what I've done. I'm going to give a day that I sat down and I wrote hand-wrote letters to people that I thought had done me wrong. I ripped them up and never gave them to anybody, but at least it made me feel better. And I said and when I went to bed that night after that day, I said when I wake up tomorrow, I'm leaving that with tomorrow with yesterday. I woke up the next morning and and I don't know what it was, but all of a sudden I woke up the next day and I said, "You know what?" There's nothing I can do about that, but i got complete control on where I go in the future. So the biggest thing is just draw your line in the sand. Don't let your past control your future. Let, your, let yes. you control your future. Absolutely. Uh, oh, that's fantastic. Now, the last, last question before we, we end the interview, uh, and we really start talking about your book, and where people mm-hmm. can go to, you know, to buy it and and find you online. Um, in your book, in one of the chapters, you talk about finding a mentor and life coach, which I think is absolutely mm. critical for the success of right. any business owner, entrepreneur. Yes. Can you Thank share you. your thoughts on why this is so important? You know, I said it earlier. I think we've got to see before we can be. And a lot of times, the communication that you get from a mentor or from a coach is totally different than what you are. Uh, here's an analogy I would use. The, if, if you think about it, in war, the first thing the enemy tries to do is to cut off communication. And the reason they do that is is because the soldier that's on the battlefield that doesn't have someone that has a broad view of the battlefield, they're going to make decisions based on just what they see. Here's what a mentor or coach does. A mentor or coach has the ability to step back and see everything 
that's going on. They have the ability to tell you when there's an attack coming on the left that you may not see because you're looking to the right. Um, a, a mentor or a coach that's been through what you've been through, they have the ability yeah. to see that, hey, slow down, there's a sharp curve coming up. And we don't want to we don't want to fly into this one. So the mentor and the coach really gives you the ability to get somewhere that you're wanting to go. And, and in reality, whatever it is for you, your destiny, they have the ability to speed up that process to make it where you don't have to go through as many difficulties as you would otherwise. And for me, I've had a I've had a business or life coach pretty much my whole life, and I, and I can't tell you the amount of time. Let me tell you when I didn't have one. I didn't have one for the three and a half years that I went through the financial struggle. And I think that's kind of eye-opening because had I, I'm not saying that they yes. wouldn't have stopped me from having it, but who? But there's no way that they could have made it worse. Um, if anything, they could have helped me get through it quicker. So um, I know that, uh, I know that you're, you, you do some coaching. There is nothing better um, for me than seeing someone avoid a mistake I made or – that something that took me two years that I'm coaching, that that I can show it to them and they can get it in two months. Wow, that's exciting, and that's possible. Yes, yes. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, Jimmy, where can people go to find you online and also purchase your book, What Just Happened, sure. How to Bounce Back Their Life, so you can do more, have more, and be more. Yeah, you know, obviously it's on Amazon. You can get it off Kindle or on Amazon. Just just punch my name in, Jimmy with a Y, Burgess, and uh, the book will come up. What just happened? Um, you can do that, and it'll, the book will come up under books on Amazon. Um, a couple things that I want to mention. Um, one thing in particular is that I'm so excited to be able to do is that uh, I just uh, I just freely I've been given freely I want to give, um, and so one thing that I did is I've recorded because I think all of us have something that we're trying to overcome um, that in our lives there's that it that it that we're trying to overcome, and what I did is I took the um, steps in the book and I recorded three to five minute videos. Um, that uh, go through each step. They kind of give a practical tip. They give an action step. Um, and that's a free resource. All you have to do is go to the uh, website overcomingit.com, and uh, I'll email you these videos over a 7- to 10-day period. Um, and it's a free resource. All the information there is also there as far as finding me on my website, finding me on uh, Facebook. You know, you can find me on Facebook on on Twitter, Jimmy Burgess uh, at Jimmy Burgess eight. On Facebook, it's Jimmy Burgess backslash Do More, Have More, Be More. And then my website is uh, www.domorehavemorebemore.com. Awesome, and I'm definitely going to make sure and have this information available, um, you know, as as a part of this interview. And uh, with a couple of minutes left here, could you give a final thought, a word of encouragement? Uh, to our listeners, Jimmy. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I just want people to realize that I believe with all my heart that every single one of us is born with a purpose. And what's great and exciting about right now is that whatever that is for you, whatever it is that nobody ever had to teach you to do, whatever it is that's inside you that um, that you've always known was there, that dream you had for what your life is to be, um, I, what I found is is that dreams can lie dormant for years, but they never die. And what I want to do is I want to encourage people to revisit those dreams. What is it that would be 
that perfect purposeful life for you. Because what I found is is that that purpose typically is bigger than us. It typically involves helping other people. And here's what I would say is, whatever, if you're in a position where the position you're in now, at, at your job, you don't love it, go home in the evenings and begin to become a student of whatever it is that you love. What, yes. What's great about it now is, is if you want to do something, all you have to do is go online and say, how, do I, how to monetize whatever it is that you love, and you're going to have all the resources you ever needed. So I would just encourage people to chase their dreams, find their purpose. A life full of passion and purpose is a life that we're meant to live. And so just I would just encourage people to revisit that passion and that purpose that they have for their lives. Absolutely fantastic. Um, thank you. Thank you so much, Jimmy, for taking the time. Oh, you shared so much, and you really helped and blessed me, um, uh, you know, on this call as well. And I, I really liked it so, so much that you shared that, uh, you know, just stands out. One of the things uh, we have to see before we can be is probably mm -hmm. uh, what really hit me. But, again, I appreciate mm -hmm. you. Uh, everyone, please go and visit his website, do more, have more, be more com. Go to Amazon, purchase his book. I will have the link, uh, what just happened, how to bounce back in life so you can do more, have more, and be more. Um, as always, uh, make sure that you... Uh, just break out of fear. Um, there's an old Japanese proverb that says, fear is only as deep as the mind allows. So for those of you, just take action and um, listen to this interview again with Jimmy. It was excellent. And Jimmy, again, thank you so much. And Thanks, Lo, for everything you're doing. Thank you.